0: This is leadership and lattes, and I'm Crystal Roberts, and I'm here virtually with my co-hosts again, Trisha Ryan and Danielle Lord. And Trisha's going to be on point. But before I turn it over to her, I just wanted to um, welcome all of our all of our um, listeners, and uh, hopefully that you're planning a uh, fun and joyous and safe holiday, uh, because this will be coming out um, shortly before um, the holidays. So, um, Trisha, thinking about um, how was your weekend? My weekend was great. It was my birthday, so I, I did That's things that
1: right. fed Happy my birthday. soul. Thank birthday. you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I had, I got to deep dive into a couple of juicy books. One is a lovely book of poems, and I, I'm just loving it right now. It seems to be hitting the spot. And another one was a book on, sort of a book on leadership, and um, I'm sure that I can turn it into a leadership situation if I think hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? How was your your um, weekend?
0: I had a good week. Weekend. Um, we did a lot of um holiday preparations sort of things. And last night uh we tried for the first time to do a virtual Christmas party with our family. And so we had different households all joining through Skype and um even my parents who are in their later 70s and um we had a lot of fun. It was different. We had a few snafus, but people kept going, and in the end, it was it really brought some joy and lightness to our our time together during the holidays since we can't be together um, in person. So that was really fun. Um, yeah. So how about you, Danielle? How was your weekend?
2: It was very low key and relaxing. It was very nice.
0: <laughs> Lovely.
1: Yeah, Yeah. not yeah,
2: not a lot of uh, not a lot of check marks in any boxes this weekend, but
0: that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, yep. Sometimes you gotta end like that. That's for sure. Exactly. I'd say,
1: especially in this time that we're in right now, you know, it's. I don't care what anybody says. We may be at home. We may be not commuting the way we used to. We may have all sorts of, you know, there are pluses to this pandemic. I I have to say, you know, it's enabling us to be closer to some of our family members, but I'll tell you, at the end of the week, it still feels like you had a really full week, and sometimes that, you know, quiet weekend is is exactly what you need just to kind of juice up the battery again.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the weather here has been uh, pretty cold, especially in the mornings, so um, we would encourage our listeners to, at least here in the Pacific Northwest, to... Uh, to grab maybe a warm beverage. So grab a cup and let's talk about leadership. So, Trisha, you're on. Thank you. Thank you.
1: I thought, you know, it was appropriate this time to talk about the end of year and people doing their performance appraisals or just having connecti- connection time with their team members. And... Recognition that takes place usually at this time of the year, often more t- more often than at other times of the year, and I I was kind of going down a few avenues with this, but I'm going to start with a question, and it um, I'll start by just kind of giving it a um, a little intro, and and that is that often you know we see people who are promoted from within in an organization. So we do believe that everyone leads, but we also believe that there are people who hold formal leadership um, roles. And with that said, you know, those people who have been brought up through the ranks may have been used to hearing a lot more recognition when they were on the lower end of their, of their career, when they were, doing something out of the norm and getting absolute recognition and kudos for everything they did and then they get promoted and what happens is often pretty disheartening for people they they go from hearing how great they are to all of a sudden hearing that that's what you're supposed to be doing as a leader so my question for both of you, and I'm going to start with Danielle, and and was wondering if you have a time you can tell me about when, also about when you were um, promoted from within an organization, and how that changed the way you were recognized or um, or rec- recognized in any way um, by your leadership or by your peers.
2: Oh gosh, promoted from within, yeah, and how I was recognized. I think uh, it's almost it's almost an oxymoron. I it, when I step back and think about it, uh, where the, the expectation changes, right? And so yeah. you are. It almost feels like you get less recognition at times and have a higher set of expectations. <laughs> so. It almost feels like, well, you've been promoted, and that is the recognition that you should get because you're getting, uh, you have a higher, um, you're elevated to a higher place within the organization. You get a little bit more deference from, um, you know, those uh, that are reporting up through the ranks to you. There's pay, which is always, pay is always an issue for me because I always say that pay has a half-life, right, based on the culture that you're in. But yeah, I think as I step to really step back and think about it, it, it it almost feels like the the whole recognition thing tanks and there's this kind of expectation like well you should be self actualized enough as you promote up through these different positions where you shouldn't have to get necessarily the recognition, right? I mean that mm-hmm. that's always how it's felt within an organization. Um, and again, I said a couple of sessions ago. You know, it's lonely at the top, and I think that it's that kind of weird twisting of expectations that makes it even more lonelier. Because suddenly, you're not getting, I think, the same recognition and praise that you would have if you were in more of an individual contributor level. Oh. So it's, I, I think, it's really tough. And I think you raise a really good question, Trisha, and a really good point is you know, how do we continue to keep people motivated, um, particularly when we know that recognition is such an important topic um, of of motivation?
1: Oh, that's so true. I I was going to say, sorry, it's so true. It's just, um, you know, it's funny, there's no rule book. There's no book out there that says, you know, once you're promoted, all of a sudden, you need to expect that. You'll no longer be recognized for the efforts that you made in the past, and that good is not good enough, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. So, So, Crystal, how about you? You know, promoted from within. Yeah, I um, think it really resonated with me. Actually, I've never really thought about it in this way. So, um, it gives it really makes me pause and think about uh, how that is similar to my experience. I just hadn't explained it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, and I also think, and I, I've heard others, uh, also talk about this, um, sort of how do, how do you get recognized? What should you be recognized for even, even Mm -hmm. at the executive level? I was working with an executive, uh, who was Uh, when we were talking about ratings, so what rating will you get on your annual performance review? And they were not getting recognized for all of their leadership of all this amazing stuff. So they had won awards and they had different, um, you know, achieved all these things through their people. They themselves were not as individual contributors, even as a manager, they were not responsible for individual projects. So their people were getting recognized for this, but their rating and their performance was not recognized at that level because their people were getting that recognition. And while that, you know, it felt he wanted them, of course, to be recognized for the good contribution, he felt, that his leadership had also contributed to that success. So how do how do we recognize that? How do we recognize that this leadership that his leadership had actually you know created the environment and the culture for people to be successful. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a very yeah. interesting question. So I yeah, as far as just being recognized, I would say the other thing thinking about um meaningful recognition, one of the things that so as you as you're talking about how how do managers get recognized um is i I have had the experience of being very meaningfully recognized by the customer, and so while that was not my boss, it was motivating to me because they appreciated um my contribution and so they actually they did this really cool thing where they it was the environmental group and so they they had in the summertime a picnic that they recognized people who had supported their them being successful so they took us out in kayaks and we had this picnic mm-hmm. and it was like obviously it was years and years ago but it was something that uh i remember to this day that was that was meaningful personal a great way to be recognized but i do um and then also I would say the other thing is if you have great people who work for you, that also is another way to feel as a leader. Mm-hmm. They yeah. oftentimes, You can share in their recognition and appreciation.
1: And, you know, that's that's so important. I think that that's something that a, a leader almost has to grab onto because often yeah, yeah. They, they don't get anything else. So if it's going to be crickets from above, right, they need yeah, to... Yeah. They need to look to those areas. I think that's so rich that you you noticed that your customer and it mattered to you that your clients were, were recognizing you, and that is like so wonderful. A lot of times, they will let your boss know that, right? And that would be great because then at least you know that they've heard the the message. What I always think about though are those those leaders who, you know, really. I think recognition is one of the things that makes them their engine go, right? It keeps their battery revved up when they when they're getting kudos or when they're getting a attaboy, a atta girl. you know, that's enough sometimes to keep them moving through some really difficult times. And without that recognition above, what kind of leaders are they being for the people below them? And how is that impacting everybody else's batteries? Yeah
2: I and you know to kind of um, connect back to that, Trisha the two things that came up for me. And if you do have a leader who has gotten a lot of recognition and it is that recognition that has gotten them promoted, and that's often what that's often the case. We know mm-hmm. that and um, if they're now suddenly not getting that recognition um yeah what is what's the impact of that um and how are they are they you know sullen Are they no longer the same person, um, you know, from kind of that human connection perspective? So that's really something to think about, you know, when you're looking at promoting people and really being clear in the expectation that, you know, you might not be getting the same level of recognition that you got when you were a, a more junior manager or an individual contributor. But also to add on to that, something, Crystal, that you said that really made me go, wow, is do we need to really set a different tone of what, how we are recognizing leaders when they get promoted to that level um, to, to change that whole dynamic of this is now what you're gonna be recognized for, not the the, the big sexy project, right, which is what which your team is working on, but you now are, need to be recognized um, for the fact that you allowed that to happen. And I think it almost is, that's a whole organizational or a cultural shift um, that, that could be implemented or needs to be made so that we really, as organizations, are recognizing the leaders for doing the right things.
1: Oh, that is such good information. That's so rich. I, I agree with you, Danielle. I think both of you are, are spot on in the way I believe. And, and part of it is, you know, I think about those people that work for you, and Crystal, you had mentioned, you know, sometimes the leader has to, you know, has to know that the good work that's happening from their direct reports is really in itself recognition. And I believe that to be true as well. I think it's important, though, that that their leaders understand, the leader's leader understands that. If it weren't for good leadership, their team might not have been so successful. And so there's something to be said about, you know, taking a look at it, cascading that recognition all the way down. But, um, wow, well, that is, it's almost like you want to write a playbook, right, for this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how, how, to, how to be a leader that's engaged without getting recognition for it. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Yeah.
0: And that's I think true. that that's part of it, though. I, I do think that leaders, they need to, if they're a good leader, that they pass that recognition on. So if they actually are getting recognized mm-hmm. for something, yeah. that, they have, that they are sharing that, that they look back and they say, this was a team yep. effort. That was my team, absolutely, yep. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, yep. it's almost like being vulnerable. You know, we've talked about that before, too, when a, a leader is vulnerable and and putting themselves out. It's that one connection that people who report to them have to their their heart, right? And that that heart connection is what gets people to follow. And recognition is the same thing. You know, it is a level of vulnerability to sometimes say something nice about somebody else or to somebody else. Um, I don't know if that's ever seemed strange to you that that I would say it that way, but I mean, if that's ever happened to you or somebody just had never gotten much recognition themselves, so they felt uncomfortable giving it to others. Mm-hmm. And it's so important. You know, if, if you do nothing else sometimes, um, err on the side of recognizing somebody for their efforts because it'll, you'll come back tenfold. It really will. You know, yeah. when, if I feel like I'm doing a good job, even if it was, a, you know, a little thing, I'm going to do better next time or I'm going to know now that that's what you appreciate and I'm going to keep doing things like that, right?
0: So, but well. you just Patricia was was really important. I think in any kind of recognition um we shouldn't we shouldn't be having our folks guessing at what they are going to be recognized for being really clear as a leader about here's what you know, here are the values of our organization, here's the vision, here are our goals for this year. This is how I expect you to go about achieving those goals, you know, the what and the how. And then as leaders, we pay attention to that and we we recognize that's where the recognition comes from, really making sure that we're catching people doing the right thing, the things that we want as an organization to be supporting. So I do think it should not, we should not p- if we're, if we're asking our employees, what do you think we should be recognized for? You should be recognized for They should know. They, yeah. it should it's like, Oh, well maybe this is it. Maybe that's it. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. And you know, all too often it's, it's the tangible stuff that leaders oh, wow. who aren't yeah. rec- aren't used to recognition, right. They'll, they'll give you kudos for your tangible stuff. But what, what, role do, does behavior play in this right oh,
2: exactly yeah it's just I was thinking of that exact same thing, Trisha, as, as you were saying it, and it's yeah. We we oftentimes see that we well, got the project in on time, you got the project in under budget. It's like great, that's nice, but what about what's the trail of dead bodies behind you? Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, did you destroy a team in the process? Did you destroy an individual? Did you know what what were the behaviors that got you there? And that's what we fail to recognize usually, and then we perpetuate bad behavior over and over.
1: Right, exactly. And often it's because there's they don't know anything else. Uh-uh. They've never seen uh-uh. anything else. And until you have a point of reference, right? Yeah. You're you're gonna just wing it. And I think often I, I worked for organizations, not very many, but one or two, where um the tangible was important. Yeah. And it really wasn't as important how you got there. So if you didn't play nicely in the sandbox that that was okay as long as you brought in a quarter of a million dollars or whatever yep. in this quarter. So that that was the culture. It became the culture, and that's why not a rec- a culture of recognition where people get recognized for behaving in a way that gets things done easier. Because I think often it's the behaviors that get your foot in the door, right? That yeah. that get those things. Completed because other people are more willing to, to come, you know, see things your way or meet you in the middle. So that's, that's off. I love this topic, by the way.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> Something that you are saying made me think about also, we're, we're talking about how leaders and whether they're recognized, uh, you know, the change maybe in them getting recognized as they, the amount of recognition they get as they advance in the organization. I would also say it's super important to think about, um, and I, I talked a little bit about the their their staff, uh, their um, that recognition piece, but also peer to peer. So I do think it as a leader, it is important for us to recognize and notice not only down what's happening below us, but also at, at our level. And can we give recognition? to our peers about things that they're doing that should be um, recognized and elevated and appreciated.
1: That is, that is just so spot on. You know, when you think about doing 360s, right? A 360 degree assessment and very often, in fact, most often people's peers are a part of the, you know, the surveying body, right? They're the ones who are, are um, assessing a person's, behaviors, if you will. And very often when there's a disconnect in recognition or just um, speaking speaking well of others, that comes across in those results. And it's sometimes as simple as changing behavior, you know, to to recognize them for something that mattered or to that's a good point you know things like that or listening completely listening instead of of um you know figuring out what your laundry list is while <laughs> while they're talking those are those are things that are that can be recognition as well just having conversations with somebody and and le- letting them know that they matter i think that goes for all leaders often they don't feel like they really are heard that much but that it's I think it's um, it's so important that we're having this conversation, especially right now, you know, at this time when a lot of people have been uh, forced to work from home or forced to work in some setting that is not their norm, and they may not be able to see their people working all the time and may not be able to um, know how they're spending their whole day, What you know, how many hours are you really working? I, I just spoke with somebody about that about a week ago, you know, that she doesn't really know how many hours the folks who work for her are working. And my question for her was, are you getting your work done? You know, that's rec- you can recognize people for doing things, and even if it's not exactly the way it normally would be, so what, right? If, as long as you're getting it done and you're not hurting anybody in the process. So, I was thinking while we were talking about this. I was thinking about engagement, and isn't this all about engagement, right? Um, recognizing leaders is as much about their, you know, engagement, or it can lead to their engagement, just as it does any employee in an organization. And I was thinking back years ago when I was doing exit interviews for people <laughs> who were leaving, and leaders who were leaving, and not getting recognized for the work they did was one of the key things. And I wonder sometimes if we've forgotten that, you know, when as people are moving around. Um, I know that people don't go to work for a business now with the idea of working there 30 years, those days are gone, long gone. But, um, but while they're there, they want the time to matter. They want it to mean something. So, Daniel, what are your thoughts about, you know, leader engagement? You know, how, ways in which we can recognize leaders maybe without just saying, nice job. Any thoughts on that?
2: Oh, Was that to me?
1: Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> Danielle.
2: <laughs> it's, it's the virtual world. I think it cut out. Um, gosh, ways to recognize it. But, um, well, I think, again, setting expectations and making being very clear with leaders about what their work is. And, again, going back to what we were talking about earlier, being mm-hmm. very clear for recognizing people based on what their work is. And that it, the the work has changed. It's not the same when you get into you know as a senior director, a, a vice president, associate vice president, whatever. The work is simply different. And if you're going to continue to hang on to that work of what you did before, then you're not doing what it is that you need to be doing at that level, which is setting vision, setting strategy, getting people excited about that. So again, I think it's a real shift that needs to happen in organizations in terms of mm-hmm. setting expectations and then rewarding and recognizing for the right thing. Right. I think it, it just comes back to that kind of fundamental question. Are we rewarding for the right thing? Uh, but I, I think recognition and still it goes back to what is it that is going to float your boat when it comes to recognition? Is it the, the public recognition at the annual conference every year? Is it an extra day off? Is it um, you know, um, a, a bonus, right? Being very clear about what your recognition structure or your recognition practices are, mm-hmm. I think is also probably something that needs to be done um, as part of the discernment that goes into the hiring, when you're hiring, you know, what is it? Is it a bonus? Um, you know, what am, what is it, what's in it for me? Right, as so, I and I think that that sometimes gets overlooked um, when people are hiring into positions or even in a promotion um, type situation. But I do think it's about kind of recalibrating what those expectations are and what it is that you're rewarded for. I definitely would say, when you get into more senior level leadership positions, I would say. I would challenge your thinking if you're expecting the the prize is bigger, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to get a car. I'm going to get this big, huge bonus. I'm going to get a, a with the, at the corporate um, uh, condo or whatever, because I think that those dollar costs can be recirculated back into recognizing the individual contributors who are the ones really doing the, the tangible work and the tangible results. Mm-hmm. So I... It, and again, I think it's just that conversation of what would you like? What's going to motivate you in terms of having a, a recognition? But I think it's really recalibrating those expectations. And that's that's a tough conversation to have because it doesn't support what we've been doing for a long, long time within organizations.
1: And to your so point, it really almost needs to take place before a person is <laughs> brought into the job, right? Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. not their expectation. If they have a different expectation, then if they don't say something about it, or if it doesn't change the outcome, then they may not be the right people for the job. Crystal, yeah. what about you? What, what it's other it's kinds of recognition? <laughs> I'm sorry, Danielle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's, good. That's okay. It just popped into my head. Is, you know I think that um, we are always expecting the organization to, to be, oh, here's, here's your recognition, here's your reward, here's your treat, whatever. Mm-hmm. But we I think, have an obligation, too, to inform our managers, um, regardless of how far up the food chain that goes, of what it is that, that is motivating for us. So I don't think there's anything wrong with you know having the conversation and then saying, "Gosh, you know, it would be really meaningful for me." Is um, you know, to have my name dropped to the board of directors or you know something like that. So I think it's a two-way street, like any communication and any feedback. So I think if you do want something as a as a leader, do you move at, into those higher-level positions, to just put it out there and say, "This this would be very meaningful for me."
1: Oh, that's so cool. It's just exactly, I mean, how else is the leader going to know, really? You know, unless you tell them, right? That's wonderful. Yes, thank you. Um, Yeah, I think, Chris, I want to ask you the same question, though, about, you know, what other types of recognition could a leader get that could be considered recognition, but, but isn't necessarily got that word in it?
0: Yeah, when Danielle was saying, uh, dropping your name to the board, I do think thinking about recognition in a much more expansive way. So I do think uh, public. Or it depends on the person, of course, but in a leadership role, oftentimes uh, a more public recognition, such as a project that is would be getting more visibility. So while that might be development opportunity, even development is recognition. Um, Being able to go to a prestigious conference, being able to go and benchmark uh, a really, Mm -hmm. uh, a firm that's doing something really incredible that you want to maybe be, be doing in your organization. So those kinds of things, which are more visible potentially and, don't necessarily connect to dollars, although they do require some amount of money. Um, and then I, I think never overlooking just the simple email or handwritten note of thank you to, mm. to, uh, you know, thank you for this great um job, you know, getting really specific, you know, we know that makes a difference, you know, that using the situation, what was the behavior, what was the impact so that, they know what it is that they need to continue to, to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would also say, you know, even just, um, even some of the sort of can feel a little, you know, cheesy, but I've been given um, when I was uh, working with the uh, chief of police, uh, they gave me a coin and that, you know, I, that I will treasure that. That was really cool. Maybe some people would think that's cheesy, but I thought it it was really meaningful. It was, you know, with a handwritten note, Um, and that's something I'll keep. So just, you know, sometimes employee swag, there's all kinds of different ways to recognize people, small and large. So I think it's a place where people can really get creative. And then as you guys earlier said, it's just really important to know for your folks, what, what um, matters to them, what's going to really, as Trisha, you said, you know, what's going to engage them. It's really about engagement. And then I just wanted to say one more thing about, because I'm thinking about this 360, you know, feedback is also, I think it's important for us to also give recognition and feedback to our, our own leader um, that, that really goes a long way also in helping them to know, you know, are they, are they kind of doing the right thing for you? So I've found a lot of success with that and making sure that I'm giving them again for, you know, I don't obviously have access to, um, you know, bonuses and that sort of thing for my manager, but a handwritten note, um, a little, uh, gift, um, something that would be meaningful to them uh, is really helps with that relationship, but also just for them to be recognized in a different way, too.
1: That's, that's lovely. And I agree with you. I think that it's so important to let your leader know, you know how their actions and how their treatment of you has, has impacted you and impacted others, you know, and that's another thing, is it, the impact is not just, you know, one-on-one, you know, it's like dropping a, a stone in a in, in a pond, yeah. you know, the ripple yeah. goes on and on and on, and that's why recognition to me, in my view, is so important, because if I feel that I'm doing the right thing, or I feel that, that I'm being recognized for doing something that matters to me, um, because it matters to others, then it's probably going to matter way beyond those few people. Crystal, you said a few things that just um, I had written down, actually, as you were saying them, and I was thinking, this is exactly where I used to work. Um, Recognition, one place I worked for, recognition was never like a bonus or or any kind of kudos in front of a large group of people, anything like that. But what they did was they would they would ask you to pick out a conference that meant something to you that you could go to the next year, or um, if, if there was any kind of development that you had been kind of targeting for the last year or two that you really wanted to go to, but, you know, it cost money and you weren't really thinking you could ask for it. Or the benchmarking tour is a great example. Um, I had the pleasure of getting to do that a few times in my career, and it really did feel like I was being recognized because i you know anybody could have gone and it was my vice president and my director and me and it was a lot of it was fun it was informative I got a chance to conduct myself at a different level, which was um just very nurturing, I really enjoyed the the experience. It also helped me to grow uh, phenomenally i I could not believe how different when I came back from that, how differently I looked at what we were doing and the importance of it. So I think there's there's a lot to be said for different ways of recognizing people, and I hope that people are listening to this today thinking this is um, this is not rocket science, you know. I can make a difference in somebody's life by just letting them know that they are doing a good job. If I can tell them specifically what I like and when they did it and what I liked about it and the impact I see that having on others, then the person who's receiving that will go so much further for, for the leader. So I I love that um, that idea of recognizing people in other ways so if you were to think about
0: can i just say i want to say just one other thing that i'm going to want to put a plug in for for people is Mm -hmm. um and this does get to public recognition so you want to be a little bit careful with it to make sure that people are okay with it but oftentimes companies do have awards like um, you know, innovation award, a diversity award, or something like that. And if there is an opportunity to write up your team so they can at least be nominated, you know, you can't control necessarily if they're, they'll actually get the award. But putting in a nomination also will help um, the team feel recognized. And um, I can't tell you how many times when I've been in charge of these sort of things we're just absolutely shaking the trees trying to get people to nominate for this kind of an award, and I feel like it really is a leader's responsibility to be aware of these opportunities. They can also be external to the organization, but to take the time, everybody's busy, but it does make a difference to take the time to fill those nomination forms out so that they can at least get some recognition there, and I think it makes a big difference for the team they can feel very proud of that
2: yeah that's a great suggestion that was really a a great one yeah even the nomination yeah
0: yeah
1: and there are so many you know so many organizations today that have those um resource groups that you know people can belong to or if they can um go through an awards program like Innovation Awards or if you have a President's Quality Award or whatever, just nominating an entire team and how hard is it really, you know, to to do that. I think that, you know, we've been talking about recognizing the leader and how that impacts everything because it really does. If a leader's not getting the right recognition or any recognition, they may or may not be as Um, open to recognize the people who work for them. And I would just ask anybody who is not getting the recognition that they feel they deserve to rise above that and be sure to set the tone for the people that are cascaded down on the next tier. Because the point of reference that you as a leader are um, the point of reference that you're creating for them is enough to make a stunning career. It could set them on the road to becoming the leaders that you always wanted your leader to be. And I think that's that's just something to be said, but you know, we, we live in a world where not every leader is a perfect leader. And so sometimes you have to start in the middle.
0: Yeah, so well said. Yeah. So, I and
2: I think I would just add on to that too, is the, the higher you move into the organization and that bigger your leadership title becomes, I think you get more, you're likely to get more and more scrutiny um, from teams, your maybe your own team, from other teams, and mm-hmm. uh, that can be it, that can be exhausting. <laughs> and it can make your work as a leader that much harder. So it, it is important to remember that um, our, our leaders are uh, working hard. Some, you know, there are some questionable leaders out there, put it out there. Um, I think for the the most part, people have their heart in the right place. They want to do the right thing. And it can be very exhausting to constantly feel like you're swimming against the tide.
1: Absolutely. So well said. It's just, it is so hard, you know, to put any sense of self aside. Sometimes when you're a leader at a higher level, your job is more than a 10 hour job it's more than a 12 hour job it becomes your life in many ways so you know you can be home and and taking your emails and your voicemails and stuff the minute you get in the door if you happen to be working outside of the home but um you know that doesn't get any recognition either you know that's just a lot of work and so after a while it can really kind of dull the senses a bit you know yeah I've got to get this done. I know somebody today who who does that, and um, it makes me want to send him a message <laughs> and let him know that the impact that he has on others is is um, far reaching so and that would be peer to peer so so as we are, I think we're probably getting close to the end of our day, and I just wondered if um. If you would like to each take a moment and just uh, talk about you know, one or two things that stood out for you here today that you might use in your development, your leadership development program somehow, um, that could be something to pass on to others who are aspiring to be leaders. We'll start with you, Danielle.
2: Hey, oh, get a lucky hot seat today. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I got it last time. It's your turn.
2: <laughs> I oh gosh, it's it's a really good question, and I think it's um, I think the recognition of the topic alone and bringing it forward to say you know just because you you you've you've advanced to a certain level doesn't make you immune um, from um, kudos and attaboys at a certain point so i i think just bringing it forward and getting it to the attention of folks um to say you know it 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 remains important um, regardless of where you're at within the organization um and, and so just allowing it this topic right now right here to have a presence um, and to be a reminder that um we're all human we remain human <laughs> when as we advance and we still have some of those same fundamental needs so i think just really calling it out mm. and and bringing to some life to the conversation and say Let, let's not forget well that said. we still have to get
1: well said well said and i could see that information having a place in the leadership development program.
2: Yeah, so. absolutely. And I would say also, you know, self-care. Um we ah. talked we've talked a lot about self-care and and don't forget that just because you're not maybe not getting the same level of recognition that you did once before is um treat yourself. You know, there's there's nothing wrong with having a little retail therapy, a nice pot of tea, uh, an eclair to go with it. <laughs> any mm. way that you can um, you can claim some way to reward yourself when when you've done the right thing. Gosh, so don't forget about
1: that. that. I, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who
2: did that. <laughs> uh, yeah, retail <laughs> therapy, right here. <laughs> sure. I was How good today. You? I'm gonna go shopping. <laughs>
1: Crystal, so how about you?
0: Yeah, I, mean, you think- I love, yeah, love what you said, Danielle, both those things. I think uh, part of that is, and this really challenged me to think about it a little bit differently as far as the leader's role and preparing leaders as they advance in the organization, that this is, you know, sometimes if you can just normalize something for someone, that helps them to deal with that that maybe the disappointment if they're used to getting a lot of recognition. And then kind of second part that self care to to really um understand that as you go up the as you advance in your career, the rewards do become more intrinsic. And so yeah. it is important to really to think about how do you how do you stay the course when it's Really, yourself that you have to be satisfying. So, not necessarily always reacting to whatever recognition is being given to you because it's not going to happen very often. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. I think that's really important. Um, And then also, I would say uh, being okay with some of that recognition coming from the good work that your people are doing. So, being able to have personal satisfaction in helping and creating that environment where others can be successful so um so that's kind of preparing leaders for their role I think Trisha when you were talking about when you think about a leadership development program what do we want to what would we think about including here um I also think the other thing uh and you know this is not new but and again (laughs) you were kind of saying it's not rocket science it's not it's but that about really understanding and just asking the question of those people around you and those people that report to you, what is meaningful recognition, and then honor that. So it will look different than what matters to you. Uh, What what matters and engages them and motivates them will be different. So understanding that, just asking that question, what's meaningful to you, and then being able to um, deliver on that. And I think not being afraid to be creative. We talked a lot about a a lot of different ways to start to think about recognition and not to be afraid of uh, recognizing the big stuff. Hopefully, you know, with that conversation about what's meaningful, but you can think about it really from a big, large awards to the very small. And what I really love is the, what we do is the yippee moments. And that that is actually something Mm -hmm. From Maria Shriver, actually, from a blog of hers, um, that you know, being able to recognize the small things and that happen every day, from just being happy to be able to um, meet a customer's uh, request that day, to um, a, something that you've observed in someone else and giving them a yippee moment, saying, "Hey, I really appreciate you sharing that piece of information for me with me," or collaborating with me or something like that. So giving people recognition for the small things that happen every day as well. So yippee moments. And Mm -hmm. I think most important thing is for leaders to model the way. So even if they haven't gotten a lot of recognition, what does that actually look like? So they need to be modeling the way as we've talked about many times before, um, just thinking about uh, the small, the big ways. uh, And, looking up as well as across and down when they do their recognition. So well said, both of you, I,
1: I love this. It's, um, you know, the modeling the way is is so important, especially if it starts with that leader. You know, if if the leaders ship above that person um, or people do not um, understand the value of recognition, that's okay. Let it start there. And then to Danielle's point, you know, give yourself, do some self care, you know, and, and use that as your own recognition for your own self feeling that I did a good job here. I'm, I'm doing well and connecting with your team and, and, and recognize, recognizing their good work, you know, a project with an entire team of people is, something to be recognized, it's not easy to do. And to be able to get people to do the work that you want them to do in a way that is not harmful or um, doesn't make anyone feel bad, in fact makes them feel like they've done a great job, that's wonderful, that's that's wonderful. We just barely touched on the whole idea of recognition today. It's one of my favorite things to talk about actually. and I just want to thank you both for going down this this uh, rabbit hole with me, if you will, because I think it's it's a really important thing to to talk about. And I think the more we talk about other topics, um, any time we can bring recognition into it, even if it is to um, kind of circle back to how important that is in helping other things happen, I think it it can only be a message that once it gets out and gets out often that people start to to believe it and people start to realize that maybe there is something to this. so thank you both for um, indulging me today and for also for giving me my very first uh, launch of doing this in a very painless way, in a very recognizing way. I appreciate it. <laughs>
0: Well, thank you Trisha for taking the lead today and it was a really important topic and and very timely for this time of year. So, um and thanks Danielle for um your partnership in this as well. Um it's exciting to know that we've done 12 podcasts. This yay! is our I know. Yay. <laughs> and um we're coming to the close of 2020. So, what a year. <laughs> what a year. <laughs> To our listeners, we'll be doing some planning. This will be the last one, last podcast for this year, and we're going to be doing some planning for 2021, and we're very excited. I'll give you a sneak peek. We are going to introduce a new format with, uh, we're going to be inviting some very exciting people to join us um, throughout the year, so we'll have some guests. And we'll be excited to actually share who some of those are coming in January. So uh, we hope that you have a very happy holiday. We'll look forward to uh, coming to you in January, probably mid-January. And um, let me do my formal closing is um, just reminding you to send your questions about leadership and leading in these unprecedented times. And we'll try and answer them on the air in an upcoming podcast. Send your questions to Leadership and Lattes, and that's ND, lattes at gmail.com. If you'd like to know more about us uh, or see our bios, uh, please go to the website, thepinnaclecc.com. That's thepinnaclecc.com. And also, lastly, please subscribe to our podcast, it's free and share with other leaders like yourself that you think would benefit from this podcast. So thank you, Danielle and Trisha for co-hosting with me and for your partnership all year long and uh, in launching Leadership on Lattes this year in the middle of COVID. <laughs> ah, thank you
1: to both of you and happy holidays, healthy holidays.
0: Yes. Healthy holidays. Yes. yes. And we look forward to seeing you in 2021 at the next podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Take care. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.